flirting and sex. That's the topic of today's Woo-hoo! episode on Marriage Monthly. That's yeah, right. it's going to be Getting a sizzly tonight. one. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Uh, just for the record, Melissa's knee is currently touching my knee. Yeah. Yeah. Is that bad? No, it's great. I thought you liked it's, it. It fits right in. Hey, nice. uh, show everybody your new wedding ring. Oh, yes. Yes. We got that uh, last night, actually. You can only see this if you're on our YouTube. Right. So Yeah, <laughs> jump on YouTube. Yeah. Monthly. But um, kind of quick story about that. Uh, we, I was supposed to, I was thinking about doing this last year. 26 years of marriage. Well, that's an odd year to get a new wedding ring. And it's not even our anniversary, but. Well, it was like. Pretty recently. But anyways, awesome. She finally has that new ring that I've been wanting to get her forever. Yeah. So that's good. Thanks. Hey, in this episode, we're going to be talking about what sex is, what sex is Is not. not. We're going to be talking about the point of it all. And we're talking about how to effectively flirt Mm -hmm. with your spouse. So let's start off (laughs) with what sex is. Now, I don't know if you grew up in a home where uh, your parents thought this was a taboo subject and yeah. never brought it up and yeah. so it was like you're kind of on your own to learn stuff mm-hmm. or school's going to teach you things or whatever but friends we've tried <laughs> in our home with our kids to not have that like secrety right. you know line that it, like it was bad or something we could possibly about. be too open i don't know about that but i don't know <laughs> yeah but our kids definitely you know know that we are in love with each other that we like each other in every way and that we have sex <laughs> that we have sex yeah and uh uh but you know i think there's still proper boundaries but we've just made that an open topic in our in our right. house and not um, taboo so we're gonna talk about what sex is to begin with and i think that's part of this is that first of all sex is a gift to enjoy that um you know, a lot of the stereotypes from maybe if you're if you're from a Christian background, a lot of your stereotypes might have been sex is dirty. You know, you're kind of taught as mm-hmm. a kid, like it's off limits. It's the forbidden fruit. And um, I think one of the unfortunate um, consequences of that is we bring into our adulthood a little bit of guilt that comes with sex if you were raised in a conservative Christian home. Now, maybe mm-hmm. you weren't and that's not an issue for you, but um, I, it's definitely an issue for a lot of people mm-hmm. who are raised up in a very conservative you know, place and or way. And so first thing we know is that sex is a gift to enjoy. And uh, I, I have a favorite verse in the Bible. I'll talk to Melissa oh, about no. it all the time. It's from Proverbs. <laughs> Wisest man who ever lived, Solomon, wrote these words. It says in Proverbs 5, 18 and 19, it says, let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. It says, rejoice in the wife of your youth. That's not all it says. I thought you were going to say the it other thing. It then says, she is a loving deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts satisfy, satisfy you, you always. <laughs> May you always be captivated by her love. So I've quoted this enough to uh-huh. Melissa, she knows. But the point of that is Solomon's going, you know what's a good thing is when a man and a woman come together in a marriage covenant and they have the security of a relationship that's going to endure. Mm-hmm. And then they can fully share all of life, their bodies, their minds, their spirits with each other. And it's it's a gift to enjoy, you know. Somebody uh, wisely kind of lined out what are the what are the reasons for sex? Because some some people teach or have learned that sex is just for procreation. Like it's just we're just gonna make babies because we're supposed to, you know, we have to do (laughs) multiply and populate the earth. But uh, truthfully, that's that is one reason to procreate, but also is to protect. You know, sex is a protection in marriage. Mm. If you think about. the comfort of just being intimate with your spouse and how that can draw you together, you know, mm-hmm. pulls you together. And that's a protection because there's a lot of reasons why marriages fall apart. And um, sex is something that's intended to actually bring you together mm-hmm. and and in some ways be kind of that glue for your relationship. And then the third is pleasure. That's the other purpose mm-hmm. is pleasure. It's for pleasure. You know, I mean, 
it is awesome. And <laughs> it should be awesome. We should celebrate it for what it is. Uh, one of the things we've learned, and it takes time. I mean, you know, our situation um, is that we we saved ourselves for marriage. I realize that's not everybody's situation. I think there's no shame or guilt in having a fresh start. We know that God renews those who put their faith in Jesus, and uh, maybe that's been something for you. But for us, a little bit the opposite. We were super shy about it, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, for us, it was <laughs> new territory when we got married and, you know, kind of had a little bit of that guilt tinge, kind of had a little bit of that awkwardness, and it's taken time for us. Um, but I would say for us, it's been totally worth it. Yeah, you know, total that, pros now. Total pros. <laughs> that's right. Um, if you're watching this, kids, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, but I think the other thing is it's sacred. It's special. As yeah. a gift from God, it's sacred. That's it's special. Right. Hebrews 13, 4 says, don't let anything defile the marriage bed. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about something being a gift from God that you're that you're, is created for you to enjoy, to protect you, and of course, to you know procreate, um, we, we have to then go, well, it's sacred. So we're not going to allow other influences. Right. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to porn in mm -hmm. our, in our sex life. We're not going to, no other course, people, no other people, <laughs> you know, it's locked down. It's for that, that husband and that wife to enjoy. Right. And Ephesians 5, 3 says, but among you, there must be not even a hint of sexual immorality. Mm -hmm. And um, again, I think it's so important for us to go, you know what though? If we've made a misstep, God forgives and we can have a fresh start and we should confess it and we should turn from it and we should make it right. Mm -hmm. And he always restores. It's always. such a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. I think part of this is that sex is an opportunity to grow closer. Genesis chapter two talks about the two shall become one flesh. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really part of God's design for human relationships with marriage is you're you're merging your lives in every way, physically too, sexually too. And again, that's that's part of the gift. Um, one of the pieces of this is that it's it's an opportunity to serve, not to be served. Right. And I think in our culture, here's where men, I, I want to challenge you. Uh, we know our culture is full of porn, full of porn. It's everywhere, and it's not um, it's not right. It's not healthy. It's not honoring to to women. If you know, if you're talking about uh, man watching. Uh, woman in, in, in porn uh, or doing anything like that, uh, you know, it's not healthy. It's not good. And I think we have to take the attitude of serving, not being served because porn, instant gratification, all this stuff, yeah. what it really does selfish. is it, tra it trains you to be selfish. And sex in marriage is about serving. Yeah, selfless. And mm -hmm. selflessness. Yeah. So mm -hmm. anyways, one of the things that we've learned is to be a student of your spouse. We're going to talk more about that in part three. But for now, let's move on to what sex is. Okay. Or what is it? What sex is not yeah. is, first of all, a weapon. This is um, something we hear about a lot. So mm -hmm. one of my guilty pleasures is How I Met Your Mother. That show <laughs> is hysterical. And it's so funny. And Barney is just pathetic. But I love his character on this show. And so there is this interaction between a husband and wife. Um, and I love Lily in this in this show. She's so funny. But Marshall, her husband, was saying one time how he's going to withhold sex from her because they got in a fight or something. And Lily's like, okay. Like, she doesn't <laughs> care. Whatever. And I believe that that also is an episode in Friends with Chandler and Monica as oh, well. Okay. So that's kind of like a thing. And you've heard people say it. People will actually say, I'm withholding sex. And using it like it's a weapon or mm -hmm, something like mm -hmm. that. And, and I just find that ridiculous. You don't use it um, to get your way, to prove a point, or to just be mean. I mean, people do that all the time, and I just think it's terrible. So let's not do that. It's not a weapon. I've heard it said all the time. 
What about on the other aspect? Do you think it's ever used in a, in the opposite way to get something or to manipulate? Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 So even in that sense, it don't, shouldn't be a weapon. Yeah. Don't yeah. use it as ammo. That's the point. <laughs> it's not a weapon to, to be used as ammo. And, and it reminds me of the first Corinthians 7, 5, where it says, don't deprive each other. Um, the devil will get a foothold and mm-hmm. will, can come in and that can happen. We've seen it happen. So, and don't get me wrong. I know that there's seasons in life. Girls, I know there's, um, pregnancy. There's, Little young children hanging over you all day long. There's menopause. There's sickness. There's there's reason to put things on hold sometimes or to um, not feel very sexy. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that. I had three kids. And I remember those days of just being exhausted, not having any more to give. But you still have to make the effort. It's still important that you make the effort because you do not want the devil to get in there and get a foothold on your relationship or to cause your husband any kind of doubt or your wife. It can go both ways. But I just know that women, we have had, we have a lot of excuses because of pregnancy and children and all that kind of stuff. And so um, make the effort anyways. It is not a weapon. So that's probably the first thing I can say. And then another thing is um, it's not a switch to flip. And what I mean by that is that you've probably heard the saying that um, men are like microwaves and women are like crockpots. Yeah. This is kind of funny for us because we, we giggle about it all the time. So men can probably get, I'm just going to go for it, turned on like that. Women generally take a little more, you know, just warm up time, I guess yeah. you could say. So that's the point between the microwave and the crock pot. Right. This may not always be the case. I'm not going to say, yeah, blanket statement there. But generally, I've had hundreds of sex conversations with women. And this is generally how <laughs> wow, it goes. I didn't know you talked about it so much. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a hot topic. I'll tell you that. So men, for you guys, start early. Start flirting. Start complimenting. Early morning kisses. Start early. Make it a thing for the whole day. Uh, make her feel special. Make her feel wanted. Kind of prime the pump. And then girls, um, flirt back. Don't play hard to get. Guys can't stand that. Also, be spontaneous. I know a lot of girls, and I've done this too, where I'm like, oh, I haven't seen you all day long. I'm not going to like, you know, be turned on like that and, and, you know, go for it right then. But honestly, sometimes we should stop being so needy (laughs) and need all this attention and all this pump up time. It's about balance. It's about serving one another. And how can you be selfless? Hey, maybe it is going to be a quickie. Just saying. (laughs) But maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to be this whole day intimate thing that that most women absolutely love because we're not super into quickies, guys, just so you know. But just saying, there's balance there. Wait, can you say that again? There, oh, hey, no, I'm not saying that again. Okay. <laughs> Sex is more a reflection of the quality of your relationship, not a button you can push to fix your relationship. Yeah. I was thinking as you were sharing uh, in that section, mm-hmm. I was reminded there's this quote that uh, men, uh, women give sex to get love. Yeah. And men give love to get sex. And I mean, maybe that's not 100% accurate, but there's probably some truth to that because mm-hmm. like you were you were talking about sometimes, you know, at the end of a workday or whatever, um, it's almost like that crazy cycle that Egger, Emerson Egerich talks about in Love and Respect yeah. where you have to break, somebody has to go first and be selfless to break the cycle. And guys, that might mean you, you're saying, I'm going to be patient and I'm just going to, and I'm just going to invest, mm-hmm. you know, or ladies, it might be you saying, I'm just going to, you know, be um, spontaneous and, yeah. you know, but somebody's got to, somebody's got to step forward and make an initiative yeah. because that's, that's really what sex should be about is yeah. that, that I'm going to, you know, move toward you. Well, and I feel like you. once you feel safe in that, like once you feel like, um, you're serving me, I'm serving you type thing, then you want to 
serve that person, yeah. however makes them happy, whatever makes them happy. And so it could be could be a quick one or it could be a big, nice evening. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. You're blushing. Balance, am I? Yeah, a little bit. No, I'm just tan. Oh, it's okay. August. It's August. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about the real goal. Um, so we talk about what sex is, what sex is not. <laughs> Um, and then we want to talk about the real goal. And, and the real goal of sex is intimacy. That's yeah. the real goal. You know, when, when it's not like, it's not like the goal is sex. That's not the goal. The goal is intimacy. The goal, the real goal isn't even pleasure for pleasure's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, it is actually that we would come together closer and be more one. You know, when, when the Bible talks about God created marriage and then they come together and they are one flesh, that's, that's the goal. Right. And I love the reflection in Song of Solomon or oh, Song boy. of Songs in Scripture, the sexiest book in the Bible. The if you haven't read it, book. you know, you might want to. That makes me blush. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So I'm going to read from chapter seven because there's some, there's some hot stuff in here. Oh, yeah. Um, it starts out in, in verse six of chapter seven in Song of Solomon. It says, Oh, how beautiful you are. How pleasing my love. Now this is two lovers talking, right? This is, this is two, a husband and a wife. They're madly in love. And uh, they, he, he says, I think this is him, how pleasing, my love, how full of delights. You are slender like a palm tree. Yes, it's definitely the guy. And your breasts are like clusters of fruit. Clusters I of guess. fruit, huh? He said, I said, I will climb the palm tree and take hold of its fruit. <laughs> of <course. laughs> I'm trying to picture what that, I don't I know. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Um, may your breasts be like grape clusters and the fragrance of your breath like apples. Mm, Isn't that nice? Apples. I mean, like. Good, like Bed Bath & Beyond or whatever yeah. the <laughs> yeah. spray is. Um, and then later it says, come, my love, let us go out to the fields and spend the night among the wildflowers. And I have tried. I keep telling you that. Let's. Yeah, we're not going to spend the night in wildflowers. No. <laughs> Anyways, what you see in that book, if you want to read it, is this shameless, just yeah. absolute shamelessness in physical, sexual. Flirting. Oh, my gosh. It's so, so <laughs> full of. What you always would dream of would be the ultimate sex life. And I love the no shame thing. Genesis yeah. chapter two says that when God created Adam and Eve, they were in the Garden of Eden and they were naked and they had no shame. Yeah, no shame. And you know, shame is a killer of intimacy. Oh, it's yes. it's really, really a killer. So one of the things that we can do to avoid shame is uh, keep clean slate, you know, like not have anything that's a secret between us, mm-hmm. not have anything that is between us. Um, another thing that's a killer of intimacy is conflict, mm-hmm. uh, unresolved conflict. And, you know, things can be going so well. And the littlest thing, it happens to us too, the littlest thing, it's a little misunderstanding or it's a little tone of voice that he was like, wait, was that a dig or, you know, and, <laughs> and most of the time it's like, no, it wasn't it. But it, we can we can let a little thing become a little sliver and then mm-hmm. it becomes a wedge and then it becomes a gap. And that can kill our sex life. And to Melissa's point, then we go, well, I'm not going to do it with you. I'm not going to get intimate with you because, you know, you're a jerk. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> most of the time, that's the enemy trying to put something between mm-hmm. us. And I think we have to, to recognize that right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, total oneness is absolutely the goal. Um, Ed Young is a pastor, and he wrote a book called Sexperiment, actually. <laughs> Great name. Um, I know. And he says, though many view sex as just a physical routine uh, – it is a gift from God that is emotional, physical, psychological, and above all, spiritual. spiritual yeah, for sure. And so I think that's really an important piece to, to remember that um, the real goal is intimacy. So if the real goal is intimacy, one of the things I think men can learn is 
then there's more than one way to be intimate, and it doesn't always have to be sex.、Mm-hmm. I wish it was always sex, but there's other, you know, there's things that we can do to invest, to show love, to to build up, to、yeah. prop up, you know. And so, what are some of the other ways that you think are related to, but they don't have to be sex? Massages. Okay, that's the one. That's the only one. Well, they generally end in sex.、So. <laughs> but just that's saying, why I bought that new massage oil. You did, yeah. Well, I was. I mean, it's great. It's not why, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. All right. Well,、um, I think again that、uh, as we talk about sex, I'm hoping that everybody who's watching and listening that that you're inspired to build、um, a sex life in your marriage. That is、um, beautiful and that、mm-hmm. is attractive. And I have to be honest with you, we've joked around about this recently, but we're like she just said, we're pros. We're getting better at this sex life thing. <laughs> and it's like we used to be kind of clunky and awkward, and it's not like that anymore. So I mean, we're getting older, but it's getting fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got one more thing. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about how to flirt. Yes. So I mean. I, You're really good at. I'm、it. really good、yeah. at it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I was good at it in high school too. It's always been a really good flirt. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just. I'm just now the object of it. <laughs> You're the object of my flirting,、yeah. which is great.、Um, no, it's just because I'm really outgoing and、yeah. observant, and so it can get taken the wrong way. And so that's something I've learned through the years. But how to flirt?、Um, well, first of all, take some notes from Song of Songs number seven. Go ahead and read that because that was、Heck、just、yeah. um, wow. Grab those clusters. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay. It was in the Bible. Start early with your flirting, and what I mean by that is kisses and compliments early in the day. It's just it makes a difference, and it shows that you're gonna be on the person's mind all day long.、Mm-hmm. So that's、mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of a fun way to start the day. Um, also get creative with like notes or text or sext or sext. <laughs> yeah, or even Snapchat. I know it's a teenager tool, but I'm just saying, um, don't be shy, girls. You can send some pretty cool pictures, and they can get deleted unless they <laughs> screenshot them. But whatever, that's your husband. Just do not put it on your page, your story. Just make sure it's exclusive to your spouse, or you will die of embarrassment. Oh my gosh, can you? Oh,、imagine? could you imagine? Anyways, Snapchat's kind of fun.、Um, flowers, your favorite treat.、Um, send a special song. Like I have lots of songs that remind me of Gabe, and so you can send a special song via text、um, to your love, and that's just the way to flirt and you know keep things going for the day. Um, think about what they like. Gabe pretty much likes anything with an engine,、yep. so <laughs> planes, trains, and automobiles. That's right.、Um, for his birthday, I took him up to Mount Rainier gondola ride. Really cool, super fun. So you should do that sometime. But it's fun. But think about stuff that they like and invite them on a date that would、mm, really make them feel special and spoiled. Because、um, I've taken Gabe sailing, we've done、mm-hmm. lots of boats thing, we've done train things, we've done I mean, all that stuff. In general,、stuff. and we've talked about this before on the podcast. In fact, go back to the adventure、yeah. episode. But、um, Melissa's fantastic <laughs> at planning and creative planning,、yeah. and it's generally it does revolve around something that I like. You know, she's planning a date. Um, there's always something in there like that. Well, so, especially、awesome. if it's on a special day for him.、Mm-hmm. I mean, he likes automobile things. He likes steak. I don't as much. Um, he likes、steak. the Ocean's Eleven series like a lot. So there's,、it. I know it's 12, so good. Twelve, thirteen, yeah, the whole series. Yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. So think about what your spouse likes and plan something for them. It's just it makes a difference.、Um, another thing is when you're when you're flirting, is splurge once in a while. Don't be such a cheapskate、mm. that you don't get to do anything or go anywhere or see anything or get a gift once in a while. I'm not much. 
of, you know, I don't really care about gifts very much, but I mean, I'm telling you my new wedding ring's pretty hot. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's sexy. So <laughs> but I'm just true, saying, you always say, um, you'd rather have experiences. I'd rather than have things. experiences. Than so things. for that's me, just, a yeah. gift to Melissa is, is an experience. Yeah. It's like, we're going to go to dinner at a new place or yeah. we're going to do something that we've never done before. Yes. And so that's a flirting gift because you'd rather have right. that often than like a new picture frame for something or whatever. Oh yeah. 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 No. And splurging is just fun once in a while. I know you can't do it all the time, especially if you're a young couple and you are, like you don't have any money but it's just fun to do something special for your spouse and spend a little bit extra money to have a really cool experience you're not going to regret it that memory is going to stick with you and it's and it's a good way to, to flirt another thing is surprise them now personally i hate surprises i'm a super planner so i'm just going to get this out here but once in a while gabe will bring me flowers or chocolates and i'll walk in the house and i'll be like oh that's nice. I have red roses. So that's sweet. And it's a surprise and it's a nice way to flirt. So I like those kind of mm-hmm. surprises. Because wouldn't you say that the point of flirting is thoughtfulness? Yeah. Like I'm thinking about you. Yeah. For me, it just shows that you're thinking of them and you want to make them happy. And that's the main thing. So don't hold back. Be all in. Flirt away. Save all your sexual and flirting attention mm-hmm. for your spouse only. Mm-hmm. Nobody else deserves that attention but your spouse, the gift that God has given you in that spouse. And keep your eyes on that gift only. Water only this grass of your spouse and make an effort. I mean, I think the main thing about flirting and sexuality and the whole thing is just an effort of selflessness toward the one you love. I mean, Gabe is a gift to me. And so I'm not going to take advantage of that gift or hurt that gift or be selfish. I want to be selfless with him because he is my gift from God. And so, but have fun with it. And once you start flirting and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you can't stop because it's fun. It is fun. And then you start to spoil each other. And he tries to outdo me and I try to outdo him. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun. And then the reward could, you know, be sex maybe. It could be. Not not every time, but yeah. sometimes. But anyways, we're, we're it's fun. on the ratio. Yeah. But no. But I think the other thing about flirting and making it fun and all that stuff is as it stacks up, what's what happens is like, Let's say we have a little bit of a track record going with flirting and we have this good vibe going on, mm-hmm. good feel, goodwill, good feelings. Then when a little a little weird thing happens, it's not such a big deal yeah. because we have a bank account full of all of right. these good things, right? But if you don't have that and something's mm. – that's You're when depleted. it's hard. Yeah, that's when it's When hard. you're already depleted and then you don't feel like mm-hmm. that person really loves and values you, mm-hmm. then everything's a big deal. Yeah. And like and, – and it can happen. I mean, I'm just going to be honest – when you're on a trip with your kids for three weeks and then you get home and you guys haven't been intimate for three weeks, whatever the cause may be, you do feel a little bit distant. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who you are, how great your relationship is. We have a great relationship, but you do feel distant. And God has brought sex into this relationship for intimacy, mm-hmm. for us to feel close to each mm-hmm. other, for that oneness that Gabe was talking about. And it's important not to let weeks go by without it because there is a wedge that will happen whether you like it or not and you got to be really careful with that so i mean enjoy each other flirt with each other have fun together it's it's what's fun i mean make marriage fun it it should be a blast all right so here's the question i know all the guys want to know oh no um how many times a week is the right amount of times for a married couple to have sex well i know you think every night but i say like seven I, no, that's too much. It's exhausting. <laughs> Do not have them. Yeah, maybe once a week because it's enough. Once a week or twice? Do I hear twice? Maybe twice. Maybe but twice. I, you know, it's up to you guys. Every yeah, couple picks their is. own thing. I'm just it's, playing around. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of our podcast. Rated we R. hope that yeah, this is a rated R. Rated PG fourteen, TV fourteen. Okay. We hope that you'll be back next month. Um, in fact, subscribe, share, and comment. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, again, we'll see you back here next month. <laughs>